Now, I want to move on to a topic uh, that has been uh, the hotly contested in the world of cricket for a long time, and it's reared its ugly head once again. The spirit of cricket. Does it exist? Is it a thing? Should it be a thing? My personal opinion, it is one of the most absurd things in sport. I am all for sportsmanship, but expecting rules to be written and then for teams to go against said rules because it's against the sportsmanship angle of it puts the pressure to me back on the lawmakers. The ICC keep creating scenarios where people need to be making moralistic calls throughout the course of a game that they are paid to win, that their careers potentially hinge on. We saw it again uh, with Bangladesh versus Sri Lanka and the timeout, the first ever timed out with Angelo Matthews dismissed because of basically faulty equipment. To take a look at this and the spirit of cricket itself as well as Cricket World Cup, we're joined uh, by one of the men who's going to be the voices of our summer here on SNZ, cricket commentator in Garth Galloway. A very good afternoon to you, Garth. And this, obviously, an ugly look makes international headlines. The spirit of cricket, it, it, I, I actually think it's one of the biggest burdens on cricket itself. Talking to the wrong person, Sam. <laughs> I was thinking when I heard you talking at the thing, I should probably just drop off now. Um, no, look, I, look, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, and I do, uh, I agree in terms of the burden. You know, it is interesting, and I was at Lords uh, when Bearstow uh, was run out in that uh, in that test at Lords and the Ashes, and you know, run out by um, by the keeper throwing rolling the ball back along the ground, and of course, Lords turned into you know, there was absolute consternation. And uh, by the very ordered sort of crowd that they are, uh, you know, they turned a little bit ugly. Um, it, 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 it's a thing that, you know, and, and the MCC have a thing called the Spirit of Cricket Speech, Sam, every year. They and they invite a guest to go over there and talk. And, of course, Brendan McCullum did it, and so did Martin Crew from New Zealand. And, and that all came from, it's, it's based in the name of Colin Country, who was a big, you know, a big leader in terms of sportsmanship and so on. So, so it does create an, a real tension between the rules and what players are allowed to do and not do and what people seem to be to think is unsportsmanlike. One of the reasons I think that people, I mean, if you saw people being timed out all the time, uh, then people would get used to it and they wouldn't say necessarily that it was unsportsmanlike. But when it happens so rarely, then I think, you know, there's a, the, 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 there is an issue around it. And, and I think, you know, many people, it, it, my understanding is, you know, many people are sort of raiding against it. Those who, those who say that it's just part of the game, it, it's a fair enough interpretation as well. Now, listen, I understand, I, I like, sport, as I say, sportsmanship is extraordinarily important to me um, and uh, it's certainly for any young men, women growing up to uh, to see the, the things played in the right spirit, competitive, but always understanding you're dealing with people and showing respect along the way. And I think I love what the spirit of cricket can mean in that regard. But expecting the rules to bend, and I'm, I'm you know, uh, you are far more privy to it than I, and uh, you have an opinion that I respect immensely, Garth, when it comes uh, to cricket. Uh, my my view on it is we keep creating scenarios in a sport that you and I both love over a rule that can easily be made a lot clearer. This this could be said, it, it's two minutes, and it's the umpire's discretion. Not, not up to well, a, a, yeah. a hard and fixed rule. He, the umpires had a rod made for their bat. Well, well, I think the umpire's got it wrong, actually, if, if, if Matthews is to be believed. So, so again, as I understand it, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, um, there'll be different versions of this going around, but what he says is that he walked out there, and when he got out there, uh, you know, he was talking to the other player, 
and I, and I haven't been able to see it in lifetime because uh, the only I've seen the highlights. But he says that when he went to put the, the helmet on, the strap broke. And it was at that point that the issue, you know, arrived. And then he wasn't able to take guard within the two-minute period that he has to be on the field after the last dismissal. Um, if that's right, then then it seems to me that the umpires have erred in giving him out because, uh, you know, he, he can't. He, he should check his gear before it goes out there, and I accept all of that. And if it's all working and looking fine, then that's his obligation. But if something breaks uh, before he's going to take guard, you know, you bring in other issues like like safety, um, distraction mm-hmm. of the player, and all of those things. So, if the equipment broke beforehand, just just as he's out there, uh, you know, for me, the rule is an ass. Yep, absolutely. I, I, I'm with you 100 percent on that. Safety should be placed as a priority. And if if, if it would be if he'd been in the middle of the innings uh, and the strap had broken his pad, they wouldn't have said, "Well, sorry, you're out. You're going to take too long to fix this." Uh, so if he if he'd faced one ball, Sam, and that had happened, they would have said that. So, but what that what that what that mean? The situation we saw would mean in a pressure situation like the uh, semi-finals, and we should point out international cricket. This doesn't exactly happen all the time, but a semi-final or final, and you, it's on your line. You're actually putting the pressure this guy under pressure to face a uh, face a ball without a helmet or with a faulty helmet. It's because rather than well, get well you can't do it. The, you, the no, there's a safe. Yep, there's a safety issue, and that's why I think the umpire's got it wrong. If, 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 if the facts are as they're reported, so that that would have fixed it. I mean, the whole idea around the rule, and if you've got a minute, I mean, I, I, I'm a victim as well. I was timed out in the club game in about 1987, uh, and uh, that, it's a funny story if you've got time for it. But, oh, I'm, but, I'm, but, I'm here for this story, Garth. Right. Well, playing for the university club in Dunedin, and and three players went to hospital within the first half half hour of it, Sam. So Jeepers. Phil Morris, who was a former Otago player, uh, ran in in the first over. He was an opening bowler for Otago and a lively sort of performer. He did his uh, knee ligaments in the first sort of third ball. Um, and I then went in, and, 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 and after he came off, we lost a couple of wickets, I was batting four, and I was facing Peter Hills, who played a lot of cricket for Otago and was a lively left armer, and he had a very good bouncer, and I decided that um, I'd hooked the week before in club cricket, and I thought, if, if Hillsy bowls to me this week I'm, and bounces me, I'm going to hit him. And I thought, I'm not going to wear a helmet either. So very stupid on my behalf. Uh, and, of course, I went to hook him and uh, got through the shot and ended up having my jaw um, rather unpleasantly rearranged. Uh, and so I headed off, and two balls later, Simon Richards, who played cricket for New Zealand under-19, a very good player, came in, and he had a cut on his chin, and he had tried to hook hills as well and got uh, <laughs> got the top edge up into his chin. So the three of us drove down to hospital, and with Phil Morris driving us, um, he was the person with the bad leg, he drove us, and we <laughs> held on to our heads. And, you know, I was in an A&E for quite a long time. And then I came back. And when I came back, we'd been nine down. We'd just lost the last wicket and uh, or, or the, the last wicket for me. So I put my pads on and tried to get up to bat. And Wally Lees, very well-known, um, you know, uh, former Absolutely. New Zealand player and coach and a good mate, actually. Uh, Wally timed me out. I was two, two minutes and ten seconds getting out there. They appealed for um, for me being out, timed out, and I was given out. So there you are. It happened to me in a club game. And and it, I've always said to Wally, I'm so flattered that you thought I could have won the game from, from there. <laughs> so because you were so slow getting to the crease, because you were picking your draw up off the ground. What? what, what how did you get to? What, uh, what because, was the well, no, because I can't. The draw was the draw was okay, but I got back from. So I had just got back from hospital. 
when the ninth wicket fell. So I was running, you know, racing across to the gear bag <laughs> and grabbing my gear and putting my pads on and things. And I ran out. It's like that sort of, you know, the dreams that people have, you know, when they can't actually do something that they want to do. And you have, sometimes I'm sure that batsmen have that dream where they can't get their gear on in time and get out to face up a ball or they can't find their box or whatever. So it was a bit like that. But, but basically, um, you know, I was a bit late getting back. Wicket fell, couldn't get my gear on in time and given up. <laughs> and I love mentioning it to Wally. I bet. That, that is a great yarn. I told you I was here for it, and I do not regret my decision at all, Garth. What a yarn. And, and <laughs> if you ever run into Angelo Matthews anywhere, you guys uh, can share a beer and recount stories, and he'll realise actually his isn't, isn't too bad. <laughs> sure, a, a bit of a brighter stage, but his, his jaw remained in, uh, in, in one instead of multiple pieces. So, uh, well, 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 both well stories both stories involve the use, the use or non-use of a helmet. <laughs> And I reckon your helmet's got a fair, fair workout after that one, Garth. Uh, as as far as uh, where we are, the Cricket World Cup, obviously uh, this has a major impact on Sri Lanka. knocks them out. Um, they are now uh, in the midst of being uh, filthy about a situation going into what is a uh, a huge game for the Black Caps now. Is there, not that I'm concerned about timing out issues within the game, is there any fear of, uh, of perhaps giving the Sri Lankans a bit more... Uh, a bit more wind under the sails, but a bit fire them up a bit for what is now a crunch game. I I, I can't see it really. They've been so disappointing, um, a mm. bit like Bangladesh themselves, and certainly like England. Uh, you know, pe- people are saying. I mean, there are only two sides I think that can go through, and that's obviously us and, and New Zealand and Pakistan. People talking about Afghanistan, but of course they've got Australia and South Africa, and I can't see for a moment that they'll be both of those sides. Um, so so yeah, look, I I, I think New Zealand will go through. Um, I'm sure that they will beat Sri Lanka. Uh, Sri Lanka have looked completely underdone and been very disappointing in conditions, which should, should suit them a lot more than, than they, they do, you know. And um, they've, played, they've played poorly, and it, it's hard to put your finger on it, really. And it's the same with Bangladesh and with England. You know, there have been some very strange things happening in this tournament. And I suppose the other thing, Sam, is that you see at the top of the tournament, uh, I mean, India seem to be in a league of their own, and time will tell when it comes to semi-final and final time. You then have South Africa and Australia, who look to be usefully, uh, you know, at the similar sort of level. New Zealand and Pakistan, and then everything just falls away. Absolutely, it's it, we're we're set for a big few days in the cricketing world, and fingers crossed, they're going to be pushing through. Uh, Garth, respect your opinion, respect your time, as always. Uh, the spirit of cricket is alive in this one. Uh, we're very pleased to have you on the show, as always, Garth. And take care. And uh, that story is, uh, I'm I'm stealing it. I'm going to be telling that at uh, bars and and uh, pubs around New Zealand for uh, the next twenty years. You'll have people sleeping all around you, Sam. Nice to talk. <laughs> Garth Galloway there.